It's only right that we should reflect upon the year just past. Well, do it in the new year. So I couldn't help myself, for whatever they may be worth, with some of my own end-of-the-year thoughts. I have some end-of-the-year thoughts rolling around upstairs, so I thought I'd let them out. On Katie, more than ever. I'm not sure exactly what I expected our 2023 to be like in the face of our constant companion Alzheimer's, but our journey has continued to be one of discovery and gratitude in ways that we never could have imagined. Katie's star still shines, whether in the bright lights of a caregiver's conference or in creating her art. What a revelation life is when you're looking for it. Our kids. Christmas just passed was filled with a household of kids. Our kids, our grandkids, and several adult kids who have yet to lose their kidness. It was a time in particular to notice again what terrific children make up our family and the important marks they are leaving on the world through their lives. We only hope that their lives prove to be as fulfilled with gratitude as ours have been. Israel Hamas. Just stop. Stop the unwinnable cycle of revenge. Stop the denial of each other's humanity. You both exist, so get over it. Stop the machismo posturing of who is stronger. You have both demonstrated your human weakness. Stop the politics of war. If this strategy seems grossly simplistic or unreasonable, consider the effectiveness of strategies used historically between the two of you. Not good. You both gained by the recent ceasefire. Lives were saved. Try it again, this time for longer, maybe permanently. It may work if you just stop. Donald Trump. Get lost and don't come back. One of the most abhorrent figures in U.S. political or any history came within inches of toppling our government. The very best development that this nation could see in 2024 is the denial of another term for this man without moral compass and his conviction for high crimes and misdemeanors. George Santos. George, what were you thinking? Did you really believe that your fabricated history and lies would go unnoticed? I suppose that as doors kept opening on your lies, you kept walking through them. But the doors you need to be concerned with now are the ones on a prison cell. General Mills. General Mills CEO Jeff Harmoning needs to learn how to speak plainly. Harmoning chalked up recent consumer defections and stock setbacks to, quote, stronger than anticipated value-seeking behaviors and a return toward historical price elasticities, unquote. In other words, consumers are punishing the maker of products like Chex Mix and Old El Paso for high prices. 
If Jeff speaks with his employees and board members in this confused speak, no wonder they're having problems. Drop the esoteric language, Jeff. It doesn't fool or impress anyone but you. Climate change. 2023 leaves me and much of the nation feeling rattled. It turns out that what science has been warning us about ever since the days of Rachel Carson is true. We are despoiling the planet upon which we depend for life. And despite the ever clearer evidence of it, we refuse to change our behaviors. Our waters are toxic, our forests are burning, the temperatures are warming, the seas are rising, and the storms are growing in their intensity. What have we done to our kids? Tom Smothers. In so many ways, Tom Smothers' behaviors and nuances as a comedian influenced me as a young man coming out of my shell. He may be included here in part due to the recency of his death, but he is the face and the voice inside my head whenever trying to wax comedic. Besides, he was really funny. Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy has been anything but funny. He is the prototypical politician who has been willing to sell his very soul for whatever expedient purpose before him. He railed against President Trump for fomenting the insurrection at the Capitol building. Quote, the president bears responsibility for the attack on Congress by mob rioters. He should have immediately denounced the mob when he saw what was unfolding, unquote. Days later, he visited Trump's Mar-a-Lago home to demonstrate his undying fealty to a tyrant for 20 pieces of silver. Vinyl Records. This year, I began to listen to my collection of vinyl records again. As much as I appreciate the convenience of digital recordings and even CDs, there is nothing more pleasing to my ear than the needle-in-groove sound from vinyl. I have closed the year with the rambling sounds of groups like Davy Allen and the Arrows and Frigid Pink. Playing my guitar along with the Ventures in Download is fine, but I'm actually one of the band members on vinyl. It's like being born to be wild. January 6. This was a dark day in our nation's history. Unfortunately, the things that led up to it and the events that have followed it have demonstrated that it may well have been just the beginning of a time in our national narrative that is our undoing as a republic. 2024 will foretell a great deal about that. COVID-19. The sobering news was that we lost so many of our fellow citizens. 1.1 million died in the U.S. That toll underscores how truly vulnerable we are as a species, despite our belief that we can withstand anything. The good news is 
that we found the means relatively quickly to do just that, withstand the virus that had us on our knees. It may seem like a thing from the past already, but COVID is still taking more than 1,000 victims every week. It's still a really big deal, much more than a kerfluffle. Old Rockers There is great comfort in the ongoing work of rock and rollers like the Rolling Stones. Whether you like their music or not, they represent thumbing their noses at the notion of getting old in a rocker by continuing on as rockers. The boys, or, well, men, are stomping and strutting as well as they ever did, turning out new music 60 years after their first recording. At age 80-something, they sustain a belief deep within all of us that somehow we can escape the ravages of aging. In this case, maybe listening to more of their music will help. Writing my own satisfaction. As if to piggyback onto the stone's eternal youth, I wrote and recorded the first songs of my entire life in 2023. They number five, and new ideas now seem to continue working their way into my head. I'm hampered, I'm sure, by the fact that I have almost no musical education, but I've learned a great deal about the processes of developing a tune, creating lyrics that match, phrasing, breathing, and actually producing recordings. I'm sure to become a celebrity. One of the songs is entitled making a rock and roll living. My best investment. It was not in stocks or bonds or cryptocurrency. The best investment I have ever made turns out to be my love for exercise and fitness. Over the years, I've received many teases about the amount of time and energy I put into fitness I always did it simply because I loved doing it. But it turns out that in my advancing age, all those push-ups and all that grunting under the strain of weights have served to help me withstand age. If all of my financial investment had turned out as successful as my health investment, I'd be a billionaire or at least a multimillionaire. Oh, well. Next year at this time, I'll have an entirely new slate of items to reflect upon. These are just random thoughts at the close of an interesting year. Disregard them if you like, but pay attention to January 6th.